0: Well, I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Stories from Southwest Virginia podcast. As we continue on in Moonshine Heritage Month, we're once again going to be visiting up in Franklin County, Virginia. And we've got some very special guests on today to talk more about what it is about Moonshine Heritage Month and, and why it's so special, especially up in Franklin County, the Moonshine Capital. And to kickstart things today, we're going to be once again joined with Mr. David from up in Franklin County. And David, if you'd like to go ahead and just take it away for a minute.
1: Well, thank you, Chad. I appreciate it and again. Thank you so much for your interest in Franklin County, and uh, I think we have a lot to share with with Southwest Virginia, Virginia, and the world. Uh, Franklin County. If you go around the world, around the country, around the state, you mentioned Franklin County. One thing that comes to mind is our moonshine heritage, and from a tourism perspective, I mean, this is something we have to capitalize on. It's it's it, it there's such it's it's so rich in stories, and there's a certain magic and, and appeal about it, and Instead of having just like one event for Moonshine Heritage, I think an idea is to to designate a whole entire month for Moonshine Heritage. We're also trying to uh, connect this into the greater picture of uh, it's also the centennial of Prohibition. All right. A lot of times when you have centennial special events, they're one day or a weekend or a week or something like that. Prohibition, the centennial, Prohibition lasted for 13 years. So we've got a 13 year window, 2020 to 2033 that we want to. Uh, Celebrate and commemorate, and we're so rich with stories and so forth, as you're going to find out, you know, from our guests and other guests uh, in in the near future. So, anyway, I think we have something to look forward to.
0: Excellent, and (laughs) and I know just from our talks yesterday with our our guest distillers, uh, it was a remarkable episode to be able to hear, you know, those stories and the backstories of how all this began. So. They, they did an amazing job at letting us know why moonshine is so important and, and the cultural and the heritage, uh, the, the business practices, all the great things about it. So I figure today is a great day that we can deep dive into the modern day celebration of that history that we learned so much about yesterday. And uh, also joining us on the call today is uh, Karen Dillon and Bethany Worley and Thank you both for coming on today. And if you wouldn't mind, just take a moment to introduce yourselves to our audience and uh, let them know who you are and a little bit about what you do. And I guess, Karen, we'll start with you.
2: Okay. Well, thank you for having me today. I appreciate the opportunity. My name is Karen Dillon. I am currently the editor of the Franklin News Post, which is in the county seat of Franklin County, Virginia, Rocky Mount, good old Rocky Mount. I am also the race director of an event called the Chug for the Jug. It will be held April 24th at Franklin County High School, starting at 8 a.m., and all the proceeds that we're getting from this event will go benefit the track and field teams at Franklin County High School and Benjamin Franklin Middle School.
0: Excellent. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, I, I always enjoy a good uh, event like that that's, you know, good for the community. You really see a lot of people come together for those. So that, that's an amazing thing you've got working on there. So thank you, Karen. And, and Bethany, I'd like to also welcome you onto the episode today. And if you wouldn't mind just to introduce yourself to our listeners.
3: I'm Bethany Worley. I'm director of the Blue Ridge Institute and Museum at Ferrum College. And um, Karen, you mentioned Chuck for the Jug. My son did that the last time. And I thought it it was so much fun. I loved it. So I just wrote the date. I I didn't know it was the same day as the car show. So he will be there at what, eight in the morning? It is. Okay, excellent. Um, Anyway, I've been director for uh, a little over two years here at the Brim. Um, But I am from here, from Farham. And um, I actually worked at the Blue Ridge Institute and Museum in the early 90s and made my way back here and just love
0: it. That's great. Yeah, I've uh, definitely working a lot with the Crooked Road. I've heard a lot about the Blue Ridge Institute and it's definitely one of my places to visit. And and David has kindly invited me to come up for the car show and, and the Chug the Jug event. So I might have to try to see if I can sneak into the uh, your location up there as well and try to learn a little bit more about some of the heritage programs y'all have to offer. I'm very excited. Like- yeah. Uh, so. As far as this event goes, what, what are some things that folks can expect throughout the entire month? I know we talked about mentioned the car show, which we can go in a little bit more detail about later. But uh, David, you mentioned to me yesterday that you're planning on maybe putting some daily posts out or just insight and information in regards to moonshine.
1: All right, we have we'll have a Facebook page that we'll be uh, uh posting every day during the month of April. And that's uh Moonshine Heritage 2020. All right. And just uh, a little context. Last year, we until the COVID nineteen hit us um, uh, last April first, to be exact, we had about two dozen events, activities, and programs all scheduled and lined up. It was going to be a fantastic um, uh, month of, of, of commemoration and celebration. And uh, as of a month ago, I had no idea if we, if we were even going to be able to do anything. It, it's like minute by minute, day by day type type of thing with planning and all. And and I appreciate those that have. You know taking the you know the risk and, and the boldness to go ahead and, and proceed uh with with the events but we are right now we probably have close to 10 um activities taking place during the month of april one of them uh it's um it's the franklin county uh radio um, uh, amateur radio club and around the world their uh, radio clubs they get to have special events, a two-week event where they broadcast and kind of promote their community or whatever. But ours is um, uh, W4M, Whiskey for Moonshine. And what they do is they promote Franklin County around the world. Last year, they had over 2,500 uh, folks that were connected with, uh, let's see, I think it was like 80 uh, 81 countries last year and 47 of 50 states were, were contacted. And uh, that way, they connect, they, they, they chat back and forth. And then those, uh, for example, you're in Berlin or somewhere in South America, you will send a self-addressed stamped envelope and they will send back a commemorative postcard that, you know, acknowledges your communication. Uh, you're in the ham, uh, radio club, it's, it's a, a highly desirable postcard to have, okay? And this year we're gonna have a special postcard highlighting Moonshine Heritage Month and the Centennial for, for Prohibition and of course we're going to have the sixth annual moonshine heritage car show which bethany will talk about shortly and chug for the jug karen will talk about also we're having a um, at crazy horse marina at smith mountain lake we're having the franklin county moonshine heritage festival and this year they're going to focus heavily on more of stories and so forth uh, with that with that event uh, more of a family friendly type of thing and by the way i need to emphasize with our Moonshine Heritage Month, it's 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 the heritage, not the alcohol. It's you know, and we want to be more holistic and just you know family friendly, and it's not just alcohol, but it's, it's the heritage and the magic that goes with with moonshine. Uh, our award-winning public library uh, program—they're having a traveling exhibit. This is really really cool. It's a traveling exhibit from the State Library of um, Virginia with support from the Virginia ABC and the Virginia Distillers Association titled Teetotalers and Moonshiners, Prohibition and Virginia Distilled. And it's an exhibit which examines prohibition movement as part of a social reform movement and outlines social economic and social cost of of prohibition, as well as, you know, its connection to NASCAR and the rise of the modern brewery and distilling industry. Uh, One of our distilleries, Twin Creek Distillery, who we spoke with yesterday, and they'll be broadcast in the future. They're having what they call a night of making liquor, which gives you a behind the scene look at, at how you know Moonshine, you know, the liquors are, are produced, and the history behind it and so forth. And they'll also be doing weekly liquor tastings and educational sit-ins. Each week, they'll have a special spirit, which they'll talk about. And then our Bald Knob Artisans Group will be having a month-long uh, exhibition titled Moonshining the arts, and there'll be up to 15 original works of art on different aspects of Moonshine Heritage. And sometime there this month, we're almost ready to launch with it, but we have a website that we hope to use for um, Moonshine Heritage Month, and also the Centennial Prohibition, it, it's a website, uh, Centennial uh, of Prohibition website, which we will roll out uh, shortly. and. The purpose there is is we want to talk about moonshine, but also prohibition and what is prohibition, and talk about the the era, uh, the, the the fashions, the art, the the literature. Uh, the, you know, there's a whole um, story to be told behind the scenes that that our moonshine heritage kind of ties into a, a bigger a bigger picture. So that's kind of the goal there. So in a big uh, review, that's kind of where we're we're heading with things.
0: Well, it sounds like you definitely have a lot of great and interesting activities for, for people to enjoy throughout the entire month. So I commend you all on all the hard work I'm sure that's went into all this. And one that's in particular caught my attention, I'd like to learn a little bit more about, and I guess uh, Bethany would be a good one for this one, is is that car show. Uh, David kind of gave me a little teaser on it, just enough to spark my interest, and and, and he definitely has done that. So if you wouldn't like, mind to take some time to tell us a little bit more about that car show.
3: Sure. Um, we're really excited because this is really the first event we've been able to host since uh, the pandemic. So it's outside, we're really excited about that. But it is the sixth annual Moonshine Heritage Car Show. And um, we're gonna have cars that would be used or would have have been used, could have been used um, to haul moonshine, um, like as a bootlegger. And um, we're expecting about a hundred cars, maybe over a hundred cars, We've sent out all our flyers and folks every day. They're calling in, they're sending their um, forms in, and um, it's a lot of fun because it's not just a typical car show. It's you know just for those folks that um, have an interest in you know hauling liquor and whether it's someone actually bringing a you know a real um, uh, vehicle that was used. And I'm actually going to bring my grandfather's 1950. Chevrolet panel that he used to haul liquor. Um, so cars like that are, are cars that you know could have been used. So um, it's just a great variety of cars that we have, vehicles, pickups, whatever. And it's nice, it's it's from eight to two and folks just, um, they walk around and they'd like to visit with the folks that have brought the car. It's a lot of storytelling, a lot of tall tales, uh, but a lot of them are factual, a lot of fun. We will have um, the legendary Bowlings Hot Dogs for sale, which is called, some people call it Otis Bowlings. I call them Artist Bowlings Hot Dogs. Um, they will be there for sale. And this year, we're going to have a Moonshine um, Heritage Car Show t-shirt. We've um, had one designed, and it's wonderful. We just have a limited number of those um, for sale. And um, maybe a few other things we've got planned that um, kind of we're working on right now. So it's going to be bigger and better than it has been and we, you know of course we wanted to have it last year we couldn't have it because of the pandemic so um, we've kind of doubled down and um, we're just we've expanded what we're offering this year.
0: That definitely sounds very exciting. I, I love the historical aspects of it, and being able to see uh, not even just replica cars, but the actual some of the originals, and and exactly. be able to feel the presence from that history. Because I mean, it's it's pretty common knowledge, but for those of you listening that maybe don't know, you know the the sport of NASCAR that we know today came from this idea of prohibition and the bootleggers and the cars, it became like this competition to see who could get that liquor from one spot to another quicker and faster. And it it just, you know, it was that thrill and that excitement. And uh, yeah. So for those of you that maybe didn't know that there's, there's the, the cliff notes version of that story. So I think being able to go to that car show is going to be a great way to, you know, learn more about that history and, and hearing the great stories and tall tales, as you said, will be very fascinating. And then, for those like me that are maybe looking to lose a few pounds or get a little bit more active, there's the chug the jug event. So how, how does that work out? Yeah. Uh, Now
2: that I think about it with the car show, we should have called our event running from the law, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but chug for the jug has been around. Oh, forever, forever. Um, Even like when I started running back in the early two thousands, it's, it's been a town event for Rocky Mount. It's for Rocky Mount to celebrate, you know, just the whole heritage of the chug. We call it the chug. And I remember running some poor woman down who was in my age group on state street because I wanted a jug so bad. And, um, I actually ended up getting it, but, um, yeah, so it's, it's a fun event. It's, competitive, but it's also good hearted competitiveness, you know, with your friends and the crooked road running club with really two thousands. Um, they're helping sponsor this event. We have runners from all over Franklin County, including in Farham, um, that are there. We're presenting this event for, for the town. And um, the, the added benefit is that the track and field teams will reap the rewards of our, our event. So and it 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 winds through town. So Rocky Mount is not flat by any means, and this course will show that. But we'll we'll go through all the areas of town that um, people want to see. And you know we go by the farmers market and up Franklin Street and by the hub. So it's it's just a fun event, and I'm hoping for good weather. So.
0: Yeah, I hope so as well. It definitely sounds like a very fun event because there's there's a similar event I've done in another community, and it works very similarly in the fact that you get to run through the community. So you're getting to go by and see all these wonderful businesses, and and like you said, the farmers market. So it sounds like, if anything, it's a great tour of the town as well. So that sounds like another added bonus.
2: Yes, and you get jugs. We're gonna have um, we have our jugs being created now special labels. We have brown glass jugs for our overall winners and winners in our, in our age groups. We have 12, I think it's 12 different age groups. So each person will get a jug if they win in, the, in one of those categories.
0: Well, that's excellent. That sounds like something fun. I, I don't know if I would be quick on the draw enough to get a jug, but I could certainly at least try. And I think that's all that really matters. So if you're uh, old
2: like me, you'll get a jug. <laughs>
0: Well, good deal. I might just have to lie about my age and get in a group that's go. not as fast as me. <laughs> but um, so looking more into like the history, I know we dived into it with some distilleries yesterday. But as far as like the Blue Ridge Institute, uh, what, what's y'all's role in things like uh, keeping the heritage alive and, and working around with things like that?
3: Well, that's just what we do. And um, we have the largest moonshine collection. Memorabilia in the country, and folks are always—I mean—from California to wherever—are always asking us, you know, for photographs, documents, all kinds of information. But our mission is to document, preserve, and interpret the folk culture of the Blue Ridge region. And so we have many collections, but you know, the Moonshine collection—I have to say—is what we're really known for. It puts us really on the map. It's um, has made us kind of a little gem. Um, because it is, you know, the myth, the folklore of the moonshiner, and it is it is alive and well in Franklin County, especially the western part of Franklin County was noted for that, and, and that is because of the um, geography of the area being very um, wooded with a lot of streams and the mountains. Um, and Franklin County is really interesting anyway, because it's, you know, you have the Piedmont and you have the foothills of the Blue Ridge, but back up at the Blue Ridge, it was just ideal for for setting up the moonshine stills. And I mentioned, you know, I have my grandfather's vehicle and he, um, as well as his brothers became moonshiners. And of course, that, you know, I find this very interesting and the fact that I get paid to, you know, talk about this is, makes it even better and make it my job. But, um, you know, from the endicott area, running back area, I mean, there's, that's just like everybody, a lot of folks know that area for moonshining. And, um, you know, they came from literally nothing and they, um, especially my grandfather, became very well known for it. And in 1935, he was able to build a two-story brick house and buy a 1935 Ford pickup and a bulldozer and pay cash for it. So these people, it, it was an industry for some people, especially because of prohibition. Um, so it's, you know, it was just a way of life. And here at the Blue Ridge Institute of Museum, you know, we've documented so much with this because we're right in it. And we've always approached it that it was, it's just, it's our, it's our history, it's our heritage. And that's how we always look at it. And, um, you know, we're very proud to have the largest collection. And we're very careful about um, how people want to use our collection. And we've been contacted many times by, I'll tell you this, the Moonshiners, the, um, the History Channel, that TV show. And, Um, That just really doesn't um, go along with our view of what moonshining is, because um, it's it's people that are really, um, uh, especially in the beginning, late 1800s, folks that were very um, hardworking, had a lot of ingenuity to make this work in very difficult circumstances, because it was really hard work. And then to just it just flourished during Prohibition. I mean, it, it was really an industrial scale um, of the liquor, you know, flowing out of Franklin County, and that's that's what put us on the map. It was volume, and we're also known though for you know the quality of it, and it's something um, again that we've documented and we're very proud of, and we're very careful about how we portray that image.
0: I really think it's it's fascinating to see where we've come over the years. So, you know, we talk about prohibition in a time where, you know, alcohol is being just outlawed, banned, completely gone. Mm-hmm. And now any and everybody could get on the Internet and, and make your own alcohol. Like I could place an order to, you know, have a little a beer kit come. And I, and I tried this with a friend of mine last year was, uh, with cider. It was terrible. So I'm going to leave <laughs> that to the pros. But I think it's really neat to see how history has changed from the point yes. where, Mm -hmm. None of it was allowed at all to the point where today somebody wants to open a brewery, a distillery, a winery, they can do it. So it's wonderful to see how times have changed and, and especially to be able to hear these stories of, of where we've came from. Like, uh, Mm history has always been a huge fascination of mine. So for y'all to be able to keep those stories alive and, and, and tell, you know, the real, the big picture, the true stories of what happened is phenomenal. Cause I, I agree with you. I think sometimes these, uh, shows on television, they're created for entertainment purposes. A lot of times, not necessarily educational purposes. So for you all to be able to tell that educational history, I think is a, gr- a great thing for Franklin County to do.
3: Well, thank you. We really um, enjoy doing that. And, you know, people do really identify us with, um, you know, being able to learn more about moonshining and we're always getting all kinds of requests from folks and, you um, you know we have this amazing the amount of stills that we do have because we, we keep adding to our collection and um you know we have a, a great kind of sign behind the scenes tour we're setting up just of our moonshine memorabilia for certain um folks to see so we're excited about that
0: excellent yeah i know i'm definitely excited to come check some of it out as soon as i can i'll be up there uh, trying to plan out the whole weekend based around like the car show so i can experience more of franklin county and and the moonshine heritage so i guess that might lead me over to karen for a moment uh since you're kind of running this running event uh if somebody like me was to come up and, and do like this running event what are some other things around franklin county and revolving around the uh the, the moonshine heritage would would you recommend an outsider like me go do
2: well, you definitely need to visit the distilleries for sure. But um, Blue Ridge Institute is has just a fabulous wealth of information, not only in the museum itself, but also on the farm. Um, and I remember visiting the website last year and learning. I learned more about moonshine and moonshine heritage and history than I ever could ever wanted to and it was I appreciated it just being from here and you know more or less living here for the last 25 years it's been great um but also I think you need to visit the Rocky Mount Farmer's Market and any of the shops downtown are fabulous it's just a lot of fun just to walk up and down the streets you don't necessarily have to buy anything but It's great people watching. You'll meet a lot of people. Rocky Mountain is an extremely friendly town. Franklin County overall is. Where I live, which is at Smith Mountain Lake, it's a 20,000 acre um, reservoir and you can find all kinds of activities if you like swimming or fishing or boating. There's all kinds of activities out here. Franklin County actually is one of the prettiest areas I've ever seen in my entire life. Like the Callaway area, even if you just wanted to just drive around Franklin County, I I, I guarantee you, you will not be bored.
0: I'm glad you mentioned Smith Mountain Lake and and hopefully none of y'all or anybody listening will tell on me, but uh, near near me around the Glade Spring Avenue area, we have uh, South Holston Lake. But anytime that somebody suggests we go to South Holston. I'm like, well, why don't we drive a few hours up the road and go to Smith mountain. Cause I remember Smith mountain lake as a, as a kid, cause we have family that lives somewhere in that vicinity. And, Uh, the, the lake was maybe a 20 minute drive from their house. So we would go to that, you know, the Marina area and watch the boats. I think I remember there's like a mini golf, like a little putt putt course right off of one of the docks up there. And, uh, I remember watching bands play and eating mute or uh, eating food and listening to music. And it was just, it was a great experience. So you're not wrong in saying that it's a very beautiful area. And uh, in my personal opinion, it's one of the prettiest lakes in Virginia that I've been to. And uh, yeah, so anybody listening, I definitely recommend going to Smith Mountain Lake and paying that a visit.
2: Absolutely. You won't be you won't be bored.
0: That's true. There's always a lot to do. And, and it sounds like, uh, you know, between Rocky Mount and the lake and other various areas, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun activities, not with just the Moonshine Heritage Month, but all year round. So Franklin County definitely sounds like a great destination to be visiting. And uh, so. Karen, Bethany, and David, uh, is there anything else that y'all would like to say about either Moonshine Heritage Month or, or coming to visit Franklin County or anything you'd like our listeners to know?
1: A couple point, uh, points. Um, the amateur radio group will also be at the event at the Blue Ridge Institute and Museum uh, with the live. They'll be doing demonstrations for it. So you can sit down and they'll show you how to do a radio broadcast and hear from someone, you know, call in. So that'll be a, you know, a demonstration available. And also with that festival taking place on, on the 17th, uh, I should stress this that they have, uh, they'll they have Henry and uh, Kenny Law, who you spoke, you, know, you spoke with Henry yesterday, and then uh, Franklin County stars on the popular show Moonshiners, as well as Big Steve Watson and Daryl Flack from the show Moonshiners, Master Distiller. And then they're going to have a question and answer uh, session on, on the stage with, with the Moonshiners. And the Blue Ridge Institute Museum will have uh, some replica uh, steals on display there, and there'll be music and food trucks and a number of uh, vendors and for shopping opportunities there. And aside from Smith Mountain Lake, don't forget we're we're a land of two lakes and four rivers. We have Philpot Lake also here, and we extend from the the crest of the Blue Ridge down to the. the 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 Virginia Piedmont and the foothills in between it's a very diverse landscape and Karen's right it it is beautiful here and there's there's so much I mean you've heard about Franklin County you've tasted Franklin County now you need to come and experience Franklin County that's you know we're we're here for that and that's kind of what and by having this event during the month of an entire month you can't come down for one day come the next day come come this weekend or that weekend but and one reason we're having this event in April is because our historical society has long had a uh, event called the um, Moonshine Express, which has guided tours on the buses and in, in the drive around Rocky Mount in the county and talk about a lot of these stories uh, relating to moonshine. So it's, it's it's there's a lot going on here.
3: And I will like oh, to say, um, you know, I mentioned we're going to have a special Uh, Moonshine Heritage Car Show t-shirt, but we're also going to be selling the Virginia is for Moonshine Lovers merchandise that we have um, here at the museum. And it's, um, they're they're just great looking t-shirts. Virginia is for Moonshine Lovers on black. And we also have the trucker hats and we have the stickers. So you can get your Moonshine merchandise here at the car show.
2: And you don't have to be a six minute miler to come run the chug for the jug. You can come walk it as well.
0: Well, that's great news for me. I definitely, I don't think I've ever, even prime of my life, been able to run a mile in six minutes. But, uh, but I surely would try. Well, thank y'all so much for coming on the episode today. I know everybody listening is gonna be very excited to find out about the many activities going on uh, through the month of April for Moonshine Heritage Month, as well as the rest of the year in Franklin County and to go visit this wonderful place here in Southwest Virginia. But thank you, uh, Karen, Bethany, and David for joining me today. I've been happy to have you and uh, can't wait to meet y'all sometime later on in April.